0: Welcome to the Watermark Students Podcast, a podcast for students featuring students where we discuss the everyday issues of teenage life from a Christian perspective. For more information on Watermark Students, check out watermark.org slash students. We hope that this episode is helpful to you.
1: Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Watermark Students Podcast. My name is Kaylee Wright, and as always, I am joined by none other than your local youth pastor, Jermaine Harrison.
0: Guys, Deton tried to stop us. Snowmageddon tried to stop us. Technical Snowville. difficulties tried to, to stop us. But we
2: are here.
1: That's right. right. Dallas is recovering from yes. a snowstorm recently. But you know who else survived that was Austin Mankin. I did
2: survive. I also survived COVID. And so I'm feeling strong. Mm. Can't smell anything, but I'm feeling great.
1: Wow. Thanks for being here today. But Today's guest on the podcast is Ethan Moss. Ethan, introduce yourself a little bit for the listeners.
3: Hi, so my name is Ethan Moss. I am a senior at Highland Park and I'm going to Texas A&M next year or so. Gigam, wow. Gigam, Go Maze business. <laughs> just a small, a business. small private yes. school Shout nearby. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard of it, but yeah, I, I heard. I think it's supposed to be good. So yeah,
1: we'll I think see. it'll be a good time. Well, we're excited to have you on the podcast, Ethan. Thank you for being here. As yeah. always, we're gonna kick off today's episode with a little icebreaker, get to know you question, and just you know to have some fun. And so today's question is a good one. Thought long and hard about it, guys. And the question is this: What is one item in your life that you have that you think is vital that other people know about. So something that you own that makes a huge difference in your life that you're like, if people don't know about this, they are missing out.
0: Mm, that's good. Um, should I start? You should. Guys, <laughs> audience members, everyone that's listening, wherever you are on a run, hanging out, doing the dishes. It's me, Jermaine. Mm-hmm. And I have a question for you. Have you ever been getting ready for school in the morning or for work? If you're an adult listening to this and you've thought to yourself, man, I've tried and I've looked far and wide for a Bluetooth waterproof speaker and <laughs> I have they've they've just left much to be desired. It's well, very specific. Have, have I've I got the solution for times. you? <laughs> have I got the solution for you? The JB Clip 3. I got Mm. it for Christmas this past Christmas um, from my in-laws, so shout out to them. Um, But the JB Clip 3, think of a small Bluetooth speaker with a clip, like a carabiner type clip that you can clip onto a backpack. You can clip it onto maybe a a shower head or a handle Mm. and they can, you know, just accessibly use it here, Mm. there and everywhere. Great sound quality and an incredible Mm. battery. Since Christmas, I have charged it twice. And I use it every single day.
1: For reference, it's March 1st. So that's a few months.
0: That, wow. that is a few months.
2: That's you heard, heard months. it here first. Ethan, tell us what I feel like you got a good one.
3: I don't know if I can top the battery <laughs> life of that speaker. maybe. <laughs> but um, I know like recently we, my family, purchased this blender and we were going to get a Vitamix. But. Don't do that because they're too much money. Don't do it. Um, bad decision, bad call. <laughs> um, so buy this thing called the Nutribullet Blender, not the not the regular bullet. You got to get the, there's the, on their website, it says Nutribullet Blender. And this mm. thing goes through all kinds of Trader Joe's frozen mangoes. Mm, I'm wow, like so the specificity. The hard, the frozen the, mangoes. The hard chunks of fruit that are frozen. It'll go right through. Like a <laughs> for, for context,
2: Ethan <laughs> works at at your local Trader, Trader Joe's.
3: That's correct. That's correct. <laughs>
1: Shameless plug. <Come> yes.
2: <laughs> Guys, I'll yes. do you one better. Okay. If you go to any Amazon store online, you type in www.amazon.org. I don't know if you've heard of no it. No one, one types com. in www. That mm-hmm. it's dot. .com. That's how you and, go to the store. And you type that in and you go to the Amazon store and you look up a shower head on the Amazon search engine. As most, oh, I think I know most people. Most people. This is a shower head for the low cost of $19.97. It is the highest rated shower head on Amazon and it will completely change your shower experience. I'm telling you, the pressure of the shower head is incredible. You put shampoo in your hair and you put your head under the shower head one time, shampoo is gone. Evaporates. Is your hair with, gone? Your, your Along hair with stays your scalp. on. Yes. But this is like a jet. It's like a jet from a hot tub, and it just shoots on your head, and literally it makes it feel like a massage. Did you
1: share the name of this?
2: No, he didn't. I'll mm. share the link in the show notes. <laughs> yeah.
0: We don't have any show
3: notes.
1: Don't leave to us hanging fair, like that. To be
0: fair, his, his shower head has 16 Thousand reviews. And yes. the reason I know that is because, because I put it, it in my out. cart because yes. of Austin's recommendation. I talked about it many of times. That's, That's true. so we'll never get wow. to know
1: what it is. No.
0: Nope. Well, I got it right here. I just pull it up. It's the Wasa mm. W-A-S-S-A High Pressure Shower Head. There you go. Mm. Wasa. You heard it here first, yep. friends.
1: Wow, those are all great recommendations. Yes. But Haley, let me tell about you? you about something I received in a little gift package recently from my mother.
0: Mm. Okay. Um,
1: it is something called Tom and Sherry's Iron in a bottle. And so it is a a natural wrinkle releaser, fresh linen scent. And so let me tell you this. If you have some clothes that if you're running late and you need to just get ready real quick, but Mm. maybe it's a little wrinkly. Let's say, for example,
0: Outdoor Voices pants.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe the pants that I wear frequently, (laughs) Mm. but they are just, they've been worn. They are a little wrinkly, but you're in a a time crunch. Mm. This is the product you want to get your clothes looking presentable as quickly as possible. And so Tom and Sherry's iron in a bottle.
0: Not not to be confused with Tom and Jerry. (laughs) No. I wasn't confusing it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Guys, all great things shared. (laughs) Man, I'm learning a lot today. This podcast has already started out so well. Um, But we are going to take a hard turn and talk about Ethan's experience specifically at public school for the course of these next couple episodes. We're just going to be gaining insight from students, either in private school, a public school or homeschool. And specifically, we're going to be addressing just public school and what we can learn Um, just for your experience and how you can encourage other students in different school environments. So, I'd love to kick us off by asking Ethan just a question, just to share your experience at public school and and how'd you kind of make the decision to attend um, Highland Park.
3: Yeah, so like I by the yeah I do go to Highland Park, and both of my parents um, went to public school, so they were really into uh, you know they've always been huge advocates for that. They wanted me to have a quality education with a lot of social real world interaction um, without spending a whole lot of money. I know like living in Highland Park can be expensive, but um, you know, the school isn't an upcharge. So Mm -hmm. they were big fans of that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What would you say kind of the most, the most positive aspects of just attending public school have been for you?
3: Yeah. So I talked with some other guys who attended private and homeschool and they, you know, they both had comments about like how, Um, they, they have their difficulties. Um, and so it reminded me, yeah, of some of those, um, positive parts, um, for example, like there's definitely some diverseness, um, maybe not so much in demographic at Highland park, but, um, definitely at least in, uh, people's faith and people's ideology, Mm -hmm. um, there's definitely some difference in that. And so it mirrors what, what I see in real life. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so you'll see more of what it's going to be like in college and in your working life is sort of what you'll find at Highland Park. And so I think that um, is definitely like a big player. Also, just like it challenges your beliefs as a Christian. Um, Walking into public school, there are students and teachers with different beliefs. Um, And so I know like there are classes like science and AP English where you're reading books that are talking about like, Worldly things, and you know even in government and econ you're gonna encounter people with different mindsets and different beliefs, and so it kind of forces you to live out this matthew twenty two thirty seven mindset of like love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, like mind being the keyword word there, like really just trusting um that your faith is your foundation. Yeah. Know? I love that. I think, I think in my conversations that I've
0: had with, um, young parents or, or people trying to figure out whether they want to, you know, jump into private school, public school. Um, that's what you just highlighted as a positive is, you know, sometimes like a, a deterrent or maybe something that causes people, um, anxiety of the like, Oh man, like what, you know, worldviews or perspectives or ideologies is my kid going to experience or what ideologies am I going to experience maybe if I'm coming from homeschool or coming from a private school environment and going into a public school. But I love that you presented it as a positive mm-hmm. because I really do think um, that environment um, causes you, if you're a follower of Jesus, to um, decide really early if you if you really believe this, like to know what you believe and why you believe it, because you're walking into an environment that isn't necessarily like, um, uh, you know, supporting supporting the way you you view the world and the way you choose to live, and and it 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 you know causes you or challenges you to make that draw that line in the stand the sand of this is what I'm going to believe and this is how I'm going to live and here's why. So mm-hmm. I love that.
3: Yeah, yeah. and then uh, one other thing I'd just add on that is also like. I mean the it, the high school is also um, I know Highland Park has a lot of tradition and just culture um, of just people supporting people, um, students supporting students, and so it's also a, a the fun aspect of it is definitely there for people wondering like if you're deciding whether to you know pick between a public or a private or homeschool. Um, there's definitely like a lot of camaraderie, um, some competition, and there are ups and downs to that, but. Um, you definitely have this culture and whole traditional vibe definitely at HP. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, go Scots. It's
3: community mentality. (laughs)
1: Everyone loves the Scotty. It is so
3: fun. Like, obviously, if
0: you're listening, like, being in you know junior high or high school is a challenging experience, like socially, academically, all of those things. But there's just something like you know when you go to a football game on a, a Friday night pre-COVID or a basketball <laughs> game or one of the like school dances. As much as you make fun of it, like it's just so fun, like yeah. being with your friends, making those memories. Even in the midst of all the challenges that come alongside of it, it's a fun experience of building friendships, building um, a sense of community.
2: Yeah. And one thing you said is there is a bunch of diversity at your school just as far as what they believe and it could challenge your belief at times. And so I'd love to hear just what is kind of the challenging aspects of being in a public school um, and how have you kind of embraced those?
3: Yeah, so I think, especially at Highland Park, the expectation is not to be a sold-out Christian. Like, cultural Christianity is pretty common, but, you know, it's not—how It's not. It's not um, how should I phrase this? No one's calling you to full right.
0: devotion in your faith.
3: That's mm-hmm. right, that's right. And so I think it's it calls out two main points. Like, first, it's really vital that you have a group of Christians that are encouraging, equipping, and admonishing you you know, the danger of attending a school with a bunch of non-believers is that you would um, you know, suffer harm from the companion of fools, as Proverbs thirteen twenty says. And so, you know, that's a warning and encouragement. That doesn't mean you have to, uh you can't have a fully devoted life if you're um at a public school or at Highland Park, but it means you're definitely going to have to work at it. And so yeah. I know that was true for me and uh, many of the people in my community group. So
2: yeah. And I think just to, just your point, like if anyone's listening who is in a public school environment, it is so important to be intentional and really observant of the friends around you to make sure that you're being wise with the people that you're spending time with. Cause I think in high school it can be easy just to gravitate towards the people who have the same interests as you and not be intentional with the people that have the same beliefs as you. You know, if you're surrounded by a bunch of lukewarm people, they're just going to cool you down in your faith and it's going to be harder to grow. And so, as you said, like, you have to be so intentional, almost selective where you can get around people that have the same beliefs as you do. And so what do you feel like, um, just attending public school has really strengthened your faith. Do you feel like there's specific areas where you have seen growth in your own personal walk with Jesus?
3: Yeah. So I definitely think, um, HP is definitely really competitive. Um, you know, and that goes for a lot of Public schools, but HP, I mean, is really competitive, whether academically, athletically, socially. Which I'll address. Um, there's there's a lack of recognition of uh, idolatry in that, so you can easily get swept up, and it challenges you to, you know, like I said, have a real faith, be fully dependent on God. It also challenges you to be the, you know, like you guys always say, like thermostat, not the thermometer, right? You don't want to be the person who's just reflecting what's going on at the school. You want to be somebody who's um, influencing others with your faith. And so I think that's, that can be a challenge for sure at Highland Park.
1: Yeah, that's so good. I grew up in public school as well. And I think a lot of my experience I spent being like you were just saying, kind of the thermostat, I was reading the room. And to some people I was really diving into my faith and was known for that. But then when I got around other people where I wanted to be accepted and invited, like you said, um, I would kind of lower my standard of what what it meant to pursue God or how important that was for me at the time. And so there can be a huge temptation to lower our standard of how we want to live for God, um, for acceptance or for approval from others. And I think that that is important to recognize in a public school setting.
0: Yeah. And that's a great point, Kaylee. And, and the other thing that I was thinking about that when you shared about just the the lack of a realization of the idolatry and I think that that is so tough like if you're you know a a student in junior high or high school right now you can totally relate to the um the you know like the the hamster wheel if you will hey I want to get a great job and so I need to have a quality education and so I need to go to a a, a quality college or get a quality um Opportunity to be trained and to to get all of those things. I gotta have the grades to 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 warrant it. Maybe maybe you're in a family where your family can't necessarily pay for all of college and just pay for you to go to your your dream um, school. And so, you know, you have to work hard and get all A's or get the GPA that you need to have so that you can um, get the scholarships that you need so that all the burden is on your isn't on your family. And I say all that to say like there's so much pressure. That I think um, students feel in at any school, um, but obviously we're talking about, you know, Hallam Park and the public school uh, experience. There's so much pressure that you feel to to perform, to live up, to uh, make a name for yourself. And like you said, it becomes an idol. Like you want to be known for um, your GPA. You want to be known for your academic success or your uh, uh, you know, your, your extracurricular success, whatever it might be. And it becomes more important to you than your faith. And it's such a tough tensions because like there's nothing wrong with working hard, getting good grades or, um, you know, being good at a sport. Um, but it, the question is, man, what am I willing to miss out on? Am I willing to miss out on um, uh, genuinely walking with the Lord? Am I willing to miss out on time with friends? Am I w- willing to miss out on future opportunities. And, you know, I'm not giving you a recommendation necessarily, but just giving you a a perspective of the expectations to have, like walking in, uh, because it's such a temptation, I, I think, in public school.
1: Yeah, that's so good. I also just have been thinking when you're talking about how public school strengthens our faith, is it, it is truly an opportunity. If you read in the Bible, it says, always be ready to give a defense for the faith that you have. And uniquely in private school, And we have this phrase around here where we're like, don't confine yourself to a holy huddle of like, just don't only surround yourself by Christians. You know, this, the Bible is clear that we're supposed to go and share our faith and engage with others and to be prepared to give a defense for your faith. And I'm like, public school is an incredible opportunity to do that. You do not have to look far to find an opportunity for a spiritual conversation or to engage with people that believe differently than you. You don't have to look far to know who is my neighbor and how do I love my neighbor? Because your neighbor's are all in the same school district as you? They're in your classes with you. It's not like at private, like at private school, they can live in different areas. Like, but in a public school district, it's like, oh, they live right down the street, or they live a couple streets down. And so the idea of loving our neighbor, we're we're around them in a in the hallway the same day. And so I think that's really important to know as believers in a public school environment is you have the chance to engage and take advantage of the people around you on a day to day basis in a really unique way.
2: Yeah, and one thing you said earlier, is you said there is just a consistent temptation for competitiveness or consistent challenge of everyone is just trying to compete. And I think the problem with competition, it really just makes you see people as obstacles and just people that are in the way. And it makes you really hard. It makes it really hard for you to really love people and celebrate them because you just see them as um, somebody who's trying to get, you know, something that you want, you know, the things that you're involved in at Highland park or whatever public school you're in, like make great activities, but they make terrible gods because they make you, they make you work for your approval, right? And God never makes you work for your approval. Like your approval is solely found in a person in the work of Jesus. And that's why it's so freeing to walk with Jesus. And so I'd love to just hear as we close, um, maybe one last piece of advice that you'd give a student who's listening, who's at a public school right now and maybe struggling or at a different school and wants to transfer to a public school. Like what advice would you have for anyone kind of in your environment right now?
3: Yeah. So um, like we covered, you know, high school is full of competitiveness that doesn't really matter in the end. Um, and that's a natural feeling of you know insecurity. um it's a longing for community to be known and accepted, right? Um, and so my challenge to people listening is, hey, join a community group. It wasn't until you know, and that's part of my testimony. It wasn't until I really strangled that sin with these um, this tighter circle of believers um, and and got close with them that I really felt free. And you know that that can be hard. I can tell you firsthand. Um, because of this principle of sacrificing common interests for common beliefs. Mm -hmm. You have to put um, your common interests aside and really um, buy into what's real in life. Um, And that's our faith. And so, I mean, I'm not in band and football like some of the other people in my group, but I can tell you we it's been so worth it to be with them this closely for the last uh, last semester of my senior year going off into college because they have in there every step of the way and it's been a great admonishment process Yeah. yeah
0: i i love what you just said common beliefs over common interests i've said it before on this podcast i'm going to say it again man common interests are good they're great but they're overrated Man, the fact that you have a group of men around you who believe the same, that God loves you so much that he sent his son Jesus to live, die and raise again. And now he gives you the power by his spirit to live, to glorify him and follow his way is more important than whether or not all of y'all love football. Like no one's going to care about high school football in five years, maybe even in three years. And so I love common beliefs over common interests, like have the common interests. That's great. a man, those beliefs uh, I think are what make or break your public school or any school experience. And so I thought that was very insightful of you, Ethan.
1: Yeah, you. that's so good. Ethan, thank you so much for everything that you shared. It was encouraging to gain um, some insight and some wisdom just from your personal experience in public school, you know, and just the challenge that public school brings incredible opportunities to share your faith, to be bold with those around you, too learn at a young age, why you believe what you believe and to stand firm in that. I pray we would all take advantage of that to anyone listening who doesn't know, do I fully believe this whole Jesus thing? that they would take the time to dive in and to know why they believe what they believe. And also just, if you are in a public school environment, um, we say around here often that community is forged, not found. You have to put in the hard work to go find people with common beliefs and ask them to hold you accountable, to do life alongside them. um, because it just doesn't it doesn't find its way to you as naturally. And so community is forged and not found. And so we really enjoyed getting to talk with you today and have so you Ethan. here. Thank you for promoting the blender of choice. Maybe one day <laughs> they'll be our sponsor here on the podcast. But until oh, no. then, still sponsorless, but <laughs> I, have, I have good feelings for this season. Yeah. This might be our time. But to everyone listening, thank you so much for being a part of today's episode. If you have anything you'd like for us to discuss, uh, follow us at Shoreline Dallas on Instagram. Send us a direct message. we love to hear from you. Until then, see you guys later. Have a great All week the best. of
0: worship. Pack wow. No.